Hello, folks. Welcome to another episode of the Shiny Happy People podcast. It's not an interview episode. It's me setting you up for an episode of Trend Spotting with my buddy Sanjay. Sanjay is going to have a guest and they're going to talk about the impact of the pandemic on the workforce, particularly women. Hope you enjoyed this particular trend. So let's hear both of them talk about the impact of the pandemic on women in the workforce. And see you all next week and another interview. Take care. Have fun with this episode. Welcome once again to the Shiny Happy People, the Trend Spot series. I'm your guest host, Sanjay Dugar, bringing in the third episode this time. Uh, of course, the pandemic has created all kinds of impact. And we talked about the hybrid workforce last time. And building on that, right, we are thinking about how it perhaps impacts the women. Uh, this whole pandemic series caused with all the different thoughts that we shared earlier, uh, particularly interested in knowing how it has impacted women. And with me, I have my colleague, Preeti Rao. Preeti, welcome to the session. Thank you, Sanjay. So glad to be here. Yeah, nice to have you here. And uh, particularly with this topic, uh, I thought I'll check in with you. What have you heard or what have you found out about the problems that women are going through caused by this pandemic? Oh, there are so many, Sanjay. Um, I've heard everything from women uh, almost reaching a stage of burnout, exhaustion, They've had a feeling, I think, of always being on. They're expected to be on all the time, whether it's at work or whether it's at home, because uh, since they are physically at home, the expectations that are from them are more. There's more demand on them to you know, provide for the family in a better manner, though they are working. I think that kind of sometimes gets, gets forgotten. And, um, you know, I think women have felt sometimes negatively judged on their performance as well, because uh, they have been taking up more caregiving responsibilities. But if they say that, then they feel that it's uh, somewhere being held against them. So a combination of issues, I think, which is leading women to feel um, tired, uh, feeling like they are just not bringing their whole selves to work. It's leading to all kinds of problems with women, I think, Sanjay. What have you heard? Yeah, I quite, uh, you know, resound with what you're saying. A lot of it is uh, also what I'm hearing. In fact, I've also read one uh, report which talked about a lot of women, especially. In fact, the number said 25% of the women are considering downshifting their careers. Yeah. And that actually then makes me think, what impact will this have? Uh, different organizations doing different things. What kind of impact do you think this will lead to, Preeti? Oh, I think it's going to be huge, Sanjay. In fact, I was reading an article the other day, and this was just India research alone, and this was something that came in the Times of India. And what it said was that 22.1% fewer women are there in the workforce in 2021 as compared to 2019. 
But the more alarming fact is that, you know, there are only 6.52 million women searching for jobs now as compared to 9.52 million earlier. What this means is that not only are there fewer women in the workforce currently, but far fewer women are actually actively looking out for jobs. So this is going to lead to all kinds of problems, I think. In the future, again, the gender diversity balance that we had managed to achieve over all these years, all that work has gotten undone now over a period of time. And unless we are going to take some active measures, some really good steps to take this, uh, you know, reverse this trend, I fear that there will be problems where there aren't enough women in the workforce. It's going to mean that definitely at the more senior levels in the organizations, there aren't going to be enough women. It's going to mean that a lot more uh, women who are not working are then either, you know, married off early or are not getting educated enough. So it's not just in the workforce, I think it's going to have ramifications across for women. And I feel this is a trend that we should rectify very quickly and take active measures to do so. Yeah, this trend is actually very alarming because it's all, almost undoing a lot of hard work that was put in to bring inclusion, diversity, uh, all of that. Of course, all of us have seen the benefits of diversity. And if we are uh, kind of going back on that, that's really alarming. And I, I also believe that it's not just the corporates, right? It's also going to impact society at large. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, that's that's true, Preeti. And thinking about it one level further, what do you think we can actually do about it? I feel uh, there's a lot that organizations can do, a lot that... Uh, you know, society in general can do as well. Uh, for example, if, uh, you know, women try to come back to work, if they're going to be penalized for those gap years that they've had, there were a lot of women who downsized or they you know, left the workforce completely over the last couple of years. Now, when they try to come back, if somebody is going to tell them that you had a two-year gap, so you are not going to be taken back at the same level or you're going to be penalized, it's not going to be fair uh, as a society what we would do. And I think companies should take active measures to kind of take care of their, that bit. Apart from that, I think uh, as leaders, there would be a need to be a bit more empathetic. You know, this is not going to go away anytime. Today, it is coronavirus, COVID-19. Tomorrow, it's going to be something else. And as a society, I think we need to be prepared that these kind of things may happen again and again. And there will be need for people to step up and take care of their families as are required. So I think somewhere at a fundamental level, there need to be some policy changes which allow for these things to happen and for life to happen as it uh, continues to happen. So companies should think about how can they, you know, make sure that women are brought back at the levels that they uh, went away at, how can they reskill them or upskill them, have active drives within employment or drives within organizations where they're trying to bring women back into the workforce. I think it's going to be a multi-pronged approach that will lead to 
you know, this all these negative effects uh, being taken away. And I also feel that there's been a lot of work. Um, there's a McKinsey report I was reading, Sanjay, where it said that, uh, you know, a lot of women leaders currently are doing a lot of work uh, where they are being emotional support for their team members. They are being there for their team members in terms of being more inclusive for them or just being able to listen to somebody empathetically when they're going through a troublesome period in their life. Now, the research said that women leaders are doing it a lot more than the men leaders, and that's fine. But the problem that is occurring is that nothing, none of this is being recognized or looked out at. So the women leaders are not getting any recognition for the extra work that they're doing. And all of this is meaning more stress on these women leaders. So something needs to be done to negate that as well. So there's so many things that organizations need to start thinking of today so that the long-term uh, ramifications are mitigated. What about you, Sanjay? Wow. What have you been he- hearing with all this? Oh, I've been hearing a few things, but I was, uh, quite welcome what you just shared about how women are being a little more empathetic. And I'm surprised that uh, you, we also hear that leaders are not acknowledging that. I think yeah. just even acknowledging and, uh, you know, this is a need of the hour. And if uh, they have stepped up to it and if they can even acknowledge that, that would mean a lot. I mean, even emotionally, morally, and also feeling recognized, feeling that they have an ally in the yeah. company would help a lot. I think that's, that's some great thought. And in addition, I've also been uh, hearing that, and this is probably even partly an assumption, uh, but if they were, if there was a method to make their work life a little more flexible, because right now they are balancing just far too many things, right? So being a little extra flexible, I think that would really help. I I know it's important to bring them back to work, but at the same time in a flexible manner would be really welcome is what I hear. And uh, there was one uh, woman I was speaking to. In fact, uh, she was quite a leader. She was a very good leader at a vice president level in an organization, a pharma company. And she was saying that she was scared, rather, saying that, you know, I would go back to work for sure. But when I do go back, uh, one, will I be welcomed back? And then will they sustain me just like they would sustain any of the other leaders? Because in the past, she had to really work hard to make a mark in the leadership team. And uh, she's really, really worried about that. And I think it's, uh, and I don't think her fears are false. Uh, It's just something for all leaders to be aware of and uh, work towards, I guess. What are your thoughts on that, Preeti? Completely agree with you, Sanjay. It's, uh, these are fears, I think, that are deep-rooted in women across industry, across organization, and across levels as well. Particularly in the women leaders who have reached higher positions, they have had to fight tooth and nail to get there. And uh, just because they had to you know, either take care of family or do whatever else they needed to, uh, to get penalized for that would be quite a shame. So I'm glad that people... Uh, companies are already thinking about it. And I think I've heard at least a couple of companies are putting policies in place to rectify this. I just hope it uh, spreads more and goes across organizations. You're listening to the Shiny Happy People podcast. Subscribe to us on your favorite platforms. This podcast is sponsored by C2COD, your organizational development consulting partner, 
bringing people and strategy together. Follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram and Facebook using the handle at C2COD and get updates on our upcoming episodes. Thanks for being with me here today, Preeti. And uh, I'm hoping that uh, we did share some useful insights for our listeners. I hope so too. And I hope all our listeners, I hope you really enjoyed this conversation. We would love to hear your thoughts, your feedback, your comments, your top-up ideas to this uh, situation that we are in. And we would also like to hear from you what other topics are of interest to you so that we can bring to you those topics of interest itself. And uh, stay tuned for this one. And every alternate week, you will see another trend spotting conversation on shiny, happy people. Thank you.